Hi, Austin. Hi, Sophia. <laughs> How's it going? Not bad. How are you? Good. I feel like I can't do this naturally, but I'm just going to start talking to you about books, okay? <laughs> okay. So, we're here to record a podcast. Yes, we we're, are. We are gathered here today to talk about books because <laughs> we like them. Um, yeah. So, we kind of started this as a joke, probably. So kind of as a joke. Kind of, but we have a lot of business ideas that I think are like, um, like humorous adventures of us trying to avoid actual work, <laughs> or maybe just me. You do more work than I do, probably. But this will be the after our split bi- biography. I mean, add that to the list of the many entrepreneurship goals we have, which I support fully. Um. So yeah, we're here to talk about books because we like books. I think you're probably one of the most bookish friends I have. I mean, ever since I've been in library school, I've kind of been like, whoa, this is a cult. But like, you're still like, probably the person I enjoy most being like, hey, what are you reading? Because you're always like, reading something really impressive. You're probably actually the only person I know who reads. (laughs) I just feel like we were friends before we both knew that we were really bookish. Uh But like, I think that's like, one of the founding things that we can bond over even though we don't I wonder really... if book people have a sense for other book people yeah maybe that person be social as i am oh my god maybe it's like that sonar sensing and you're just like oh hey no i don't know yeah but i definitely think that like at first i was confused as to whether you were reading these books for courses or just for fun because they're all really like historical and like also i don't think i've met anyone else who reads like shakespeare for fun like that was unheard of like I got roasted by my high school friends all the time um so that was pretty exciting well from there we can just go what are your top three genres for reading Ooh, oh my gosh okay let's do one and one each because mine are gonna be really like not as impressive but go ahead (laughs) so my number three is probably musical biographies Ooh, my number three is probably like self-development I think a lot of people would classify it as like self-help but I really like books that are like hey here's like three simple steps that you need to do to get your life together I find it really like motivational I don't know chicken soup for the soul you know what not since I was in grade six but now that you mention it maybe that's where this started (laughs) I don't know okay so what was the last book you read in that genre um probably Sarah Knight's you do you it's really good it's kind of like a fun like thing of like hey like why are you kind of focusing on what other people want you to do and it's just like a careful reminder of like hey you can kind of do what you want and like that's all that matters so that's pretty good I did it as an audiobook and I was like doing some speed walking to class while I did it I felt like I was 90 and I was really in the zone (laughs) it was good okay number two genre okay you go Go. Okay. Uh, should I group his- historical fiction and history as one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Those are like the two that I see you read the most. Okay. I think number two is horror then. Ooh. Okay. That's exciting because I feel like I didn't really trust horror until like uh-huh. university. And I think that you like inspired me to lead like lead that life because I saw you reading it and I was like, hmm. I should consider it. 
I feel like I, I see with a lot of Stephen King. Reading horror is a lot harder than like watching horror just because you have to use your imagination a whole lot more. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I feel like I read The Haunting of Hill House, like, I don't know, maybe a summer or two before it came out on Netflix. And there's this one scene where, like, I reread the passage, like, three times, and I don't know if it was just because it was really late, but I was like, I don't even understand what's going on, but I'm so afraid right now. Like, I had to put the book down and be like, okay, everything's fine. (laughs) I don't know. What do you read? Like, Like, what's your favorite kind of horror? Like, is there... Huh. I really like supernatural horror. That's well, The last one I read was a book called The Troop by Nick Cutter. Ooh. More of a, like a body horror. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like I'm... like story kind of horror. Ooh. That makes sense. It does. Because I didn't really know that there was like different like types of horror, I guess, until I was watching actually, you know, the Try Guys? No, but go on. They're like a YouTube thing and they're really funny. And I was listening to it the other day and they were showing this one guy who like is totally afraid of horror movies. They were showing him different types. And like the one guy was introducing him to like um, J horror or like, like Japanese and Korean versions of horror movies. And he was like explaining body horror. And I was like, Oh, that is like somewhere I would never go (laughs) within this probably because I, I can't stomach it. No pun intended. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't know. That's just not for me, but I like other stuff. That's good. Okay, your number two. My number two is probably, like, I don't know. I think people would classify it as, like, chick lit or, like, romance. I find it very relaxing. I'm just like, okay, time to, like, kick off my shoes and just enjoy some Sophie Kinsella. I'm having a, like, it's, like, a fun beach read. It's really fun. I don't know. I like that kind of thing. That's it. So what oh, was the last, um, last book you I, read in that genre? The latest one I read, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. <laughs> uh, the latest one I read was probably Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell. Rowell? I don't know how you say her last name, but it's really cute. Um, it's actually really interesting because it's YA, but there isn't a lot of like university age youth fiction. It's kind of like this weird in-between where like you either get like a really like literary like nostalgia I'm like a 40 year old looking back at your university life or it's like high school so this one's neat because it's like a university protagonist which I think is like a really powerful time to like kind of figure out who you are anyway so it just makes it more interesting to me I don't know it's cute she writes fan fiction we know it's great (laughs) sub question off that genre have you ever read the 50 shades of gray trilogy no I haven't actually did you know that that started as a fan fiction? I did, a Twilight fan fiction, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you, like, when you picture the story, so I was definitely a fan fiction reader, and I think, like, one of the first things, you know this about me already, we've had this discussion, but one of the first things that kind of got me into fan fiction was, like, Twilight and, like, um, oh, there's another book series, I forget what it was. Anyway, so honestly, like, the fan fiction of Twilight was way better than the actual book, sorry to say. Nobody come for me. I know that it's a big fandom, but I don't know. The fan fictions were better because people are so creative. And they write what you want to hear. They're not, like, worried about uh-huh. making sense. Or making money. So, Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I actually really want to read the Fifty Shades books because I want to see how bad they are. Oh, yeah. I've heard, like, bad things. They have, like, a parody book as well. It's, like, oh, I forget what it's called now. But they have a parody, and it's, like, basically making fun of the whole thing. Uh, I had a friend who read it, and they enjoyed it. Yeah. What about you? What's your last favorite? Last favorite genre is history and historical fiction. I'm not surprised. So I'm this real big on Roman and Greek history and medieval history, mostly. That's my forte. Austin, how many times have you come to class with a Richard III book? And I have commented on it. <laughs> Do you feel attacked by my friendship sometimes when I ask you about how many Richard III books you own? <laughs> this I is a I like, I like getting the recognition for it. <laughs> <laughs> the legend lives. That's so fun. I really like that you and Kate got me for my birthday the Cleopatra book. Uh-huh. That was like a really good book and I really enjoyed it and I like that author her name is Stacy Schiff I think and I'm looking for that book on my bookshelf too yeah Stacy Schiff she also wrote one about like the witches in Salem oh yeah I think I saw yeah. an audiobook of that called, yeah uh, oh I'm gonna have to add that to my quarantine reading list um yeah that one was really good because I like it I like historical fiction too but I like it when it's more like a narrative like I don't like just facts I get directly oh. but I like certain writers I'm reading one series now it's the series is called Masters of Rome it's Ooh. by Colleen McCullough I think her last name is oh. she's an Australian writer it's about the final years of the Roman Republic the book is about or the series is about seven books long Ooh. I'm on book four now three or four oh my god that's impressive I've probably told you this story before but I started off, I saw one book in the used bookstore. It was called Antony and Cleopatra. I was like, ooh, that's interesting. I'll get that. So I bought it, took it home, looked it up, and realized it was number seven in the whole series. So I had to go back and try to track them all down one by one. I love that. I've done that so many times. They're so tricky when they don't have the numbers on the spine. Uh, I don't know. Well, that sounds like a fun series, though. I like that. I made it a fun little mission. I'm trying to find all the books and like used bookstores instead of buying them online or at indigo or anything yeah i gave a- in one but the other ones i've all found out oh nice seven that's impressive mm. okay your number one genre my number one genre drum roll just kidding um i think my number one genre would be and i don't know if i would classify this as one but when i think about it in my mind i'm like classics so when it comes to that i'm like I'm a total Bronte girl. I say this to everyone all the time. I'm like, the more like gothic and depressing it is, the better. <laughs> There's always someone hidden in an attic or something going on. Um, but I like it, even though they talk about like nature far too much for my preference. Like there will be like 10 pages describing like the moors and like how the moors look in the sunlight and how they look at night. And how they symbolize the inner turmoil and how they symbolize the outer turmoil. And it's like, okay, but I'm still here. I'm still pursuing. I don't know. So I really like those. The last one I kind of read that I'd put under that like genre, I guess I read um, Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. Have you heard of this? I haven't. So the reason I knew about this one, I read her other book. It was called Jamaica Inn for class in first year. And I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. But then, like, 
when there was 70 pages left, I was like, oh my God, like everything matters is in this book. Like, it's just so important. Um, but so I was like, oh, I wonder what else she's written. This came up and it's actually, it was adapted to a movie by like Hitchcock. So I was like, oh, I really want to see it, but I, I want to read it first. So I, I finished that one. It was really good. It was really like messed up, but it was still good. And yeah, I think that's it. That's interesting. Out of your out of your top three genres, I would have thought Hollywood biographies would have been, would have been one of them. Ooh, you know what? Honestly, I feel like I didn't start reading biographies until I was like maybe seventeen. Like reading them in earnest. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I would never like seek them out for my own because I was I was always like I don't know. <laughs> Let me just watch the documentary, which I know sounds so lazy, but I'm like. <laughs> It's just, I like the narrative. I like being, like, immersed in it. And I feel like sometimes in biographies, I'm like, okay, you're obsessed with them. We get it. Like, tell me, but, like, tell me in a different way. So I'm I'm definitely a fan of, there's someone called Anne Helen Peterson. She's, like, a writer for BuzzFeed, and she's, like, just a writer in general. But... Uh a journalist who kind of specializes in um like basically old hollywood gossip she's a scholar she's a phd and like in her bio it says like oh i've specialized in old hollywood gossip and i you know that i live for this so um she wrote some good stuff and also karina longworth i haven't read her yet but i listened to her podcast actually um so yeah i like that kind of stuff Okay, what now? What are you reading at the moment? Ooh, what am I reading right now? Um, I'm just finishing up. Actually, no, I finished. I finished Funny Women. That was really cool. It was about a bunch of like female, like comedians, obviously, <laughs> and it kind of does like a page biography on like why they're important and like what they did, which was neat. And now I'm starting. Um, it's like a thriller. It's called The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. I don't know if I'm saying your last name right, but okay. it's supposed to be creepy. So I'm kind of in the mood for that right now. What about you? What are you reading? So I'm on the third or fourth book of that one series, the Masters of Rome series. It's called Caesar's Women. I just Ooh. started that one most far into it. Yeah, I saw that on Goodreads. And then I'm reading an audiobook of a book called Caging Skies. Ooh. And it's, that's the basis of the recent movie Jojo Rabbit. Which I really liked, so I thought I'd check out the book. Yes, you said to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't got very far into the book yet, because I usually listen to my audiobooks on the way to and from work. And that hasn't been happening lately because of the the epidemic going on. Right. But it's interesting so far. That's good. That one's about, it's a history, or a historical fiction, I guess. Okay. But it isn't, it's not based off fact, but it's about... uh, kid in world war ii and he's indoctrinated into the hitler youth oh, he wow. finds out his mother is hiding a jewish girl in her house Whoa. so he has to deal with facing all the truths of what he's been taught and oh, what he's been indoctrinated to learn that's super intense the, the movie's kind of a satirical comedy drama but i think the book takes a lot more of a serious dark look at the period so it'll be interesting that is interesting I'm I'm always like really interested in stuff like that because that would be super traumatic to uh, be part of. Like that's terrible and you don't want to think about 
the kids in that situation, but then, ugh, creepy. I do want to see that movie, though. Yeah, it's really good. I've seen it five times now. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> That's good. Well, we need to have a movie podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that, like, English majors will be mad when they find out that film students are making a podcast about books? <laughs> they don't have to know that. We're on our we're we're on their turf. <laughs> have like the sharks and the jets. Like there's like two gangs meeting each other <laughs> on the street. Um make jackets for this for this podcast. Oh my god, don't even kid. I will bedazzle us denim jackets. We can have Canadian tuxedos. It's fine. <laughs> we got this. We'll make that a special episode a little ways down the road. Yeah, great. Something to look forward to. Um, yeah, so that's great. It's kind of where we're at. What else? Should I think of other ways we can let people know who we are and oh yeah, what we're doing here actually one of our one of our first like hangouts as friends was in a library. That's funny. Which one was that? We were we were on our way out from tutorial and we had to get like a physical book for an annotated bi- bibliography for CS101 and you and I went into the library and we went up to the third floor <laughs> and we were like we were lost in the periodical section and I was like super confused because I had just finished like a co-op at like a university library so I knew what like the Library of Congress classification system was so I I should have known how to like find a book but what I didn't realize was that we weren't in, like, that classification system. We were in something called, like, GovDocs. So I was uh, like, why can't I read anything? Like, what's going on? And I was like, great, he's going to think I'm so dumb because I can't read anything. And we, we, like, went in there. We looked at the books and we're like, okay, cool. And then we, like, left. And that was, like, really funny. And I, like, went home and I was, like, talking to Henry. And I was like, yeah, I think I made a friend today. I think it went really well. <laughs> and I was like... Except I couldn't read the library things, but then I started working there and then I, I figured it out. So <laughs> I was one of like, like four library students who could, who could read GovDocs. And even then I still couldn't really read them very well. Yeah. Well, I don't think you can go out there with your literary history because you're now a student in library studies, right? I guess. Yeah. I guess that's <laughs> what we would call me. That's what we would classify it as. What, is, what would you call your major that you're in right now for your master's? They call it um, the Master's of Library and Information Science. And it's okay, very special because they say that we're just saying information science to make ourselves compatible for the digital world. So so you're, you're a library scientist. Yeah. that's <laughs> I have a lab coat in my locker. Don't even worry about it. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> I think that, you know, we're both library workers and I want to know, did you ever find yourself super tempted while you were shelving books in one section to like take out the whole section? Very. Because I found that really hard and I like worried about you on the fifth floor because that's where most of our history is um, in our university library. And I was always like, like, is he going to be okay shelving down there? It's like full of temptation. Like... The worst was doing that shift on the sixth floor when I had all the classic poetry and. Oh uh, wait, what you put out the seventh floor? Do you the say? Sixth. sixth. Lysistrata, everything. 
Uh, all the, the literature, like ancient literature, ancient poetry, right next to the film section. It's a dangerous <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, our boss, um, our boss Jen, assigned me to the sixth floor one year. So basically, I had to walk around like the whole floor. I had to like push in all the chairs and like collect all the stray books. And I was like, I love it, but also it is so hard because the film section is right there calling to me. I feel like when I worked there in the summer, I would take out books all the time because I'd be I'd be the only one shelving on like five floors. So I would see everything that was coming back, all the new stuff. And then I would like explore my own sections that I liked. And like by the end of the summer, one summer, I had like 86 books signed out. And I only read like five because I didn't have the time. <laughs> I was amazed you could bring them all home all at once. Uh, yeah, it was really, it was really just, I don't know. It's like a kid in a candy store, I guess. It's really hard to rein yourself in. But I guess that's a good problem to have. Um, what else should we really say? We were both library workers. I'm an ex-library worker. You know what? You are one for life. It's in your heart, and that's all that matters. Speaking of heart, look what my shirt says. Oh. Wilfs. Is that the one you wanted, Bingo? I didn't win oh, on it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I did. Thank you. <laughs> Let's rewrite that memory. It was me. Um. Yeah. What else is there to say, really? I don't know. How long have we been? I didn't count it. We must have been recording for at least 15 minutes. 22 minutes, 21 seconds. Ooh, that's like a length of How I Met Your Mother episode. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I don't know. What else should we say? Let's talk about what this podcast is, Austin. We haven't said the name. Okay. Okay. Take the lead. So I'm Austin. <laughs> and I'm Sophia. And this is our podcast, Bright Young Things. Yes, yeah. That's perfect. I'm sorry I laughed. I was just thinking about the fact that I've said, I've introduced us like six times by now. And I'm like, oh, so yeah, I think, I think that we're bright young things. I think we can classify ourselves. <laughs> confidently. Look yeah, at this. Really As you were saying before, our first, one of our first hangouts was at the, was at the library. So yep. reading is kind of the basis of our whole friendship for the last five years. Honestly. Yeah. Wow. Five years. It's a long time. It's a long time. Um, Yeah. So yeah, we're in our 20s, we're best friends, and we like books. And that's kind of our thing. Um, and honestly, with all these memes going around about like, have you seen that one Venn diagram where it's like the roaring 20s, my 20s, the 2020s, and it's like Great Depression? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's kind of hitting close to home. But no, I think that, you know, going into 2020, we are now long distance best friends. And we're looking for a hobby. Well, we have hobbies. You do more than me, probably, because you, you're you very musical. Oh, I did it. <laughs> I don't know. You and Kate are very musical. And I feel like this is good because, like, we love talking about books, even though we don't always read the same books. But uh -huh. I think, like, a good excuse for us to, like, book club one or two things that we kind of both like. Uh-huh. Because there's this function on Goodreads. I think we've done this before, like when we were sitting next to each other in class, but there's a function on Goodreads where you can see like the mutual books that you and your friend have both read or liked. And like we had like the tiniest circle of like books that we had all read. 
<laughs> and, it, and it actually killed me, but it's, like, so funny. But we do like, like, we both like classics, I think. Uh-huh. And, like, I can be convinced to read historical fiction when the mood hits me. And, like, I think we both like thrillers and horror kind of thing. So that would be fun. We could make that a, a challenge. We each give each other a book to read. Ooh, let's do that. Let's do that, and then we'll summarize the book to each other. Okay. Okay, that'll be really funny. Austin, what a good idea. Okay, yeah, let's do that. I know exactly what I'm going to give you first. <laughs> That's another thing, too. Here in isolation, all my books are at home, so I can't even go through my bookshelves. It's all overdrive. Don't even worry about it. Just put some headphones in. Just enjoy a nice historical romance of a Highlander. It's fine. It's fine. That's all you. That's all you want in life, really. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. We like books. We're talking about books. Um. We'll probably do that one because I think that's funny. That's like when people do the like you know when people put blindfolds on and then they put makeup on each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the equivalent, I think. Um. I think we did it. I think we nailed it.